Orton in the gun. Buckhalter right next to him. Orton pumps again to the sideline. Batted up. Oh, God! Stokely down the sideline! Can they catch him? Stokely! Wow! Touchdown! Denver! Unbelievable! Oh, my goodness! What a play! 87 yards! Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs, win the World Series! Bryant makes the play. It's over. And the Cubs have finally won it all. 8-7-10. J.R. Smith! We just saw men fly! Brighton Cowboy! What a play! To the middle, juggle, diving, touchdown, Nebraska. Davidson has the deflection. Nebraska's a point away from tying the game. Hey, Mark here. Happy Thursday, everyone. It is February 25th, 2021, here in the studio. So we got a full plate on our schedule today. And the NBA All-Star Reserves were just announced today, so we're going to talk about that. So, um, I didn't do two... Actually, the starters I was dead perfect on, so not to brag or anything, but I got all the starters right. And so the bench, on the other hand, me and the NBA didn't quite see eye-to-eye on some things. So we'll start with the East. So these are the official reserves. Uh, Jalen Brown... James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic were all all-star reserves. So, for my prediction, I had Jimmy Butler, Trey Young, who did not make it, but um, I did have Tatum, Vucevic, Levine, Harden, and Randle. But um, looking back at it, I think Trey Young should be an all-star instead of Jalen Brown, because I'm looking at the stats here. Now, I understand that uh, Trey Young's Hawks, not as good this year, but Trey Young's putting up some pretty impressive numbers. He's averaging 27 points per game, 9 assists per, or almost 10 assists per game, and he's averaging 4 rebounds per game. Now, I know that the Celtics are better, and uh, but Jalen Brown, again, not having a terrible season by any means necessary, and then I have uh, Jalen Brown here who's averaging 25.4 points per game, 5.5 total rebounds, and 4 assists per game, which, again, not a bad season by any means. But I just think Trey Young is just putting up a better stat line this year, and I think he should be an all-star over Jalen Brown. Let's see, who else? Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons was the other one who I didn't have. So let's look up his stats real quick. And I did have... Um, Jimmy Butler for the All-Star. And, you know, kind of looking back at it, I'd say, yeah, I was probably wrong on that one. I don't think that he should be in there. So I think Ben Simmons there filling in uh, might be a good spot. And Simmons putting up 16, 8.3 total rebounds per game and 8 assists per game. And he's a shutdown defender as well. And he's also, I believe the Sixers are in first place right now. So, yeah, so they're doing pretty good. And getting into the West, so a lot of controversy here. 
So Anthony Davis was uh, announced as an all-star, but he'll be injured and Devin Booker will replace him. So he's the one where um, he'll be replacing Anthony Davis in the all-star game. Paul George, I did not have on here. Uh, I had Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram's putting up some better numbers than Paul George. Now, I understand um, the Clippers are doing much better than the Pelicans this year, but I think Brandon Ingram is doing an awesome job down there. He's hooping. I think he should replace Paul George. And I also have Donovan Mitchell. He made it. Zion makes his first All-Star game. Uh, Rudy is in there. And honestly... I think De'Aaron Fox should replace Chris Paul. Now, I understand Chris Paul's sons are doing amazing right now, but I think if there's anyone who should be representing the Suns, I think it should be Devin Booker. Now, I understand Chris Paul is more of a leader. He's not really much of a point scorer and everything, but, you know, De'Aaron Fox is just having a crazy season. He's averaging around 23 points per game, putting up the numbers to back it up, and I just think he has way better numbers than Paul. And, you know, when it comes to wins, uh, if your team's winning, should they be an all-star? I don't think it should matter. I think the all-star is based on personal achievement, not team achievement. You know, you're an all-star. It's not the team's all-stars, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's kind of my thought on it. So, uh, next, we got some more updates on the Tiger Woods uh, car accident. So I was doing some research before. So Tiger Woods was involved in a single car accident that was on Tuesday. We did announce that during the podcast, and he has undergone a long surgical procedure on his lower right leg and ankle after being brought to the hospital. But uh, the police said he was not driving under the influence. And then during a news conference on Tuesday, L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said Woods was traveling northbound on Hawthorne Boulevard at a relatively greater speed than normal. While descending a steep hill in an area that has a high frequency of accidents, he said there is no skid marks in the road and no signs that Woods attempted to brake. According to Villanueva, Woods' vehicle hit the center divider, destroyed a wooden Welcome to Rolling Hills estate sign, and rolled over several times. After crossing the two southbound lanes, the SUV hit a curb and a tree before settling several hundred feet from the road. His vehicle narrowly missed a utility pole. Deputy Gonzalez, who first found Woods, said that it's very fortunate that Tiger was able to come out of this alive. Gonzalez said Woods was unable to stand under his own power, so responders removed him from the scene on a backboard. Woods was alert enough to ask responders to call his manager to retrieve his golf clubs and luggage. Just some scary thoughts going on there. You know, just kind of thinking about this, just kind of uh, bring some scenes of the Kobe uh, tragic death with the helicopter. And, you know, I think we should just all be thankful that a sports icon like Tiger Woods is still living to this day. And I was looking at some of the quotes of some of his uh, peers, and I think Rory McIlroy said it best. And he said, he's a human being at the end of the day, McElroy continued, and he's already been through so much. At this stage, I think everyone should just be grateful that he's here and that he's alive and that his kids haven't lost their dad. That's the most important thing. Golf is so far from the equation right now, it's not even on the map at this point. And, you know, I just can't say it any better than Rory did. And, you know, he's just totally right. And, you know, I think we should just all be thankful that Tiger is still alive now, whether he will golf again, I don't know. He's already been through so much, you know. Um, if you remember, he played Pebble Beach 
with a torn ACL. So that was crazy. And then the whole um, accident where he ran into the tree as well with his ex-wife, that whole scenario was not a good ordeal either. And yeah, just, you know, uh, we should be lucky that we haven't lost a great legend like Tiger Woods. So I know kind of a somber moment here on the podcast, but uh, also we'll be having another guest on the podcast, and that is Gordon. He'll be back, and we're going to talk some more of the biggest moral dilemma in baseball, and that is between uh, steroids and baseball. So stay tuned. We'll be right back for an ad here on Check the Scoreboard. Hey, you thought you could get by my podcast without listening to an ad? You sly dog! You got me monologue! I just wanted to let you know that if you want updates on the podcast or when a new episode is being released, then go follow me on Instagram at mark.lamp13. But Mark, what if I don't have an Instagram? Well, you better get one, because that's where you get all your updates for the podcast. Again, it is mark.lamp13, and you can follow me on Instagram to get all your updates on Check the Scoreboard. And we'll be right back with your continued programming. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. And I am here with Gordon, and it was actually a good buddy of mine, Tyler Spatansky. Gordon, I know you know him as well. Yeah. Uh, Spo was an RA here and also a student for Gordon's class as well. Yeah, that goes back a couple of years, even before you were around, Mark, but uh, had a lot of fun with Tyler, really creative in a lot of areas. So, yeah, we're going to have some fun today. Yeah, so he gave me the idea about uh, players who did steroids, and, you know, kind of the biggest moral dilemma in baseball right now is whether uh, people who did steroids, such as Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, McGuire, Sosa, if they should be in the Hall of Fame or not. So I just kind of want to ask you your thoughts on whether or not uh, players like Bonds or Clemens, should they be in the Hall of Fame, or what should they do about that? Yeah, boy, I don't know that you can come up with a right or a wrong answer. Um, I think one thing you can look at is so far, I think, from the most recent vote for the Hall of Fame, I think the baseball writers at this point are probably saying no, because no one really even came close from the group that you mentioned right there. Mm-hmm. But I guess as far as I think, if, if you look back when they were taking the steroids, and I don't know that some of them have really admitted to it necessarily yet, but you kind of have suspicions that it necessarily was not an illegal thing. There is nothing in the baseball rules that said you cannot do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were not necessarily testing or testing very effectively for it yet. Um, So in a way, they didn't do anything that really um, was illegal, I guess. But however, uh, does it give you an advantage? You know, I don't know if, if taking some juice would allow you to be able to hit a ball, you know, 100 more home runs in, in a lifetime. I, I just don't know that it gave you the advantage that everyone thinks it does. So I guess I'm kind of thinking, yeah, go ahead, let them be in because they made an impact in the game nonetheless. You know, we talk about McGuire and Sosa, and they kind of had their rivalry or their friendship or bromance or whatever you want to call it going on at a time when baseball was kind of in in the doldrums, you know, and so they kind of helped uh, revive baseball a little bit. So I think they're deserving to be in there, yeah. I I, I do agree with that. You know, 1994, 95, those are kind of the dead eras of baseball. Like, baseball was uh, struggling to even be a part of sports anymore right. they're just losing their fans and then mcguire and sosa really did bring it back and as you said it wasn't really uh illegal at the time you know 
And even when you're sick, what do doctors give you to get better? Oftentimes you bet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I feel like, yes, you should be playing the game the right way and everything like that. But at the same time, too, it wasn't illegal at the time. That would be like saying, um, okay, so let's say the highway out here, 45 miles an hour, right? Okay. And then, you know, people were going 60 miles an hour Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And then they change it out to 35. So they're like, oh, you know, the people who are going 45 out here should not right. be driving anymore or something like that. Some silly. I don't know. Probably not the best example. But, you know, I do feel like they should be in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, I've heard things like, oh, they should just make a steroid section of that. And, you know, if I was a player back in the day who, um, let's say, hypothetically, I took steroids to uh, play baseball and stuff. And... Um, you know, if I was a good enough player, put up good enough stats and they weren't letting me in the hall of fame because of that. And they're like, okay, well, you know what, Mark, you could be in the hall of fame, but here's the deal. You're going to have an asterisk next to your stats and you're going to be put in a steroid. uh, Right. Mm -hmm. Personally, I wouldn't want to do that. I'd just be like, you know, just leave me out. Like, (laughs) right. And you know, there's, there's other guys as well. There was a a guy by the name of Palmero that played for Baltimore, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you look at, at Sosa and McGuire and Bonds, you know, those guys were big. Yeah. Palmero was not necessarily that big. You know, you kind of wonder what benefit maybe he actually got from that because he was not a huge individual. He was built fairly typical to what a player might be. And plus, there are a lot of other players that were probably doing the same thing that either did not get caught or found a way to get under the system a little bit. I know that's happened, you know, in football for a number of years. They find out when testing is going to happen and do some things like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think go ahead, let them be in. And, uh, you know, also when it comes to things like other things, like even Pete Rose, I think, uh, yeah, go ahead, let them in. I don't don't see the harm so much. It wasn't wise, but it was not anything detrimental detrimental to the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at some of the players who were suspended for steroids here. And the most recent one was Robinson Cano, uh, sec- or, well, now shortstop for the New York Mets, and right. Francis Martes for the Houston Astros. And um, also another scenario I think of was back in around, mm, what year was it? It was like 2014 when Alex Rodriguez got ex- suspended for 211 games. Right. And also Ryan Braun, and um, I think it was Johnny Peralta, and I can't remember the other. Yeah, and you know, you're you're mentioning names there, and those guys are good, but none of them are going to be setting home run records. So there is no doubt that still what took place with the case of Bonds and Sosa and McGuire and those guys, they had talent and ability to go along with it as well. Mm -hmm. How much it enhanced it, I don't know. But obviously, you know, like some of those names, I can even think of a few other players within recent years that have been suspended for PEDS uh, that are average players, and it didn't really do them all that much good. So still, there has to be a level of talent and ability there in the first place. Yeah. So... Um, most recently, so like Alex Rodriguez, I think he has the biggest suspension uh, for steroids and stuff. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame even after it was uh, banned and stuff? And I believe it was like uh, he took supplements from a guy in Miami and stuff to help him recover from injuries. Right. And I guess he, he got tested, and then MLB was like, yeah, 211 games, A-Rod. <laughs> 
Okay, well, you have, you know, if we're saying it's okay for the others, it would be okay for him as well if he were in, but does Alex Rodriguez have Hall of Fame numbers and credentials? You know, he played for a long time, um, and seems like maybe when he went to the Yankees, you didn't see as much as what he was with Seattle first, I believe. Yeah, so, he was with Seattle, and then Texas, and then went to the Yankees. Yeah, so does he have Hall of Fame numbers? Is there a World Series in there? How many home runs and things like that? I think I think in that case, you have to debate that more than the the enhancements or whatever because mm-hmm. i mean at the end of the day i mean you can't take home runs you can't take stats away from players you just can't do that and right. stuff whether it was steroids or not like they did the, do those uh stats nonetheless you can't take it away from them right and you know after it was all said and done with a rod you know uh personally i think a rod you can honestly debate whether you know, because he played shortstop and third base. You right. can honestly debate he's one of the best third basemen or shortstops ever play. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Both offensively and uh, defensively, too. So do I think he should be in the Hall of Fame? I say, I say, yeah. You know, I think it's time we should probably let him in. You know, it's kind of the big moral dilemma, and I think we should let him in. I also think Pete Rose should be let in, too. You know, I think no one's going to touch his hits record either. And no, I don't it's think not so. like yeah. he's doing it for an advantage or anything. And Pete Rose just betted on baseball games, like a couple of them. It wasn't like throughout a whole. Right, and season. didn't bet on ones that he was involved with or had any out any effect on. So exactly, yeah. I I don't know. I just I think Pete Rose should be in the Hoff, and I think players like McGuire and Sosa they should be in there too. You know, yeah. I think it's time that we finally let it in. Just quit being bigoted and just finally let him in. Yeah, I think maybe one thing that could come down in, in the theory of thought for not letting them in is that what could be the long-term effects of steroid use on people? You know, you've seen some things, some evidence, people that have had difficulties with health later on. And so the thinking might be, well, if we let them in, we're kind of saying, well, it's okay to go ahead and use that. So there might yeah. be that train of thought as well. I don't know that I agree with that. I think that's pretty well documented by this point in time, you know, the mm-hmm. potential dangers with that. Um, but that could be some of the thinking that goes along with it as well. I don't think that should matter or should be the case, but I think that thinking is there. All right. Well, I think that's all the time that we have on the podcast today, Gordon. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, and we look forward to having you again on the podcast. And thank you for Spo for requesting this idea. I think it was awesome to talk about uh, steroids and baseball. So, guys, keep on recommending more ideas to me, and your idea could be featured on the podcast. And we'll see you next time on Tuesday. I'm not sure what day that'll be exactly that'll be the second so we'll see you on march 2nd so you guys have a great rest of your day